Welcome back to the Oklahoma Today podcast, bringing you all the best our state has to offer. Keep your hands and feet inside the podcast at all times as we talk with Holly Kenyon about the soon-to-arrive Oklahoma State Fair in Oklahoma City and all the wild foods available. But first, our question of the week. This time, it's a fill-in-the-blank. It isn't a real state fair until I have eaten blank. First up, Editor-in-Chief Nathan Gunner. It's a fried snicker. I mean, it's just a fried snicker. <laughs> um, but also, Wisconsin cheese is a must, as are the little jugs of root beer. Yes. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, so and also if you're if the fried cheese is a little much, they do a fried vegetables with some nice mustard that's really good too. Yeah. So yeah, find the Wisconsin fried cheese people. But I mean, I, I I'm with you. I can't not grab one of those little jugs of root beer. They're so good. And take it around and tip it back like I'm a hillbilly with moonshine. <laughs> yeah, I love that. <laughs> Delicious. Managing editor Carly Ibarra. Um, I actually have I I bookend my state fair trip with a footlong corn dog is always the beginning because it's the best thing ever. Um, and then fried peaches because it takes me literally the entire time I'm at the fair to find the fried peach place. I think there's, sometimes there's two. Sometimes there's only one. And it seems like it's always just at the end of some labyrinth that I can't. I thought it was just, always right next to the pork council because they do a really good pork chop sandwich at the I pork don't know. council. It might just be me that I haven't bothered to learn the layout of the state fair. But, you know, it's fun walking around. It so. is. Yeah. I mean, half the fun is getting lost and being like, what is that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. You want to put on your walking shoes, mm-hmm. keep hydrated, so. mm-hmm. and then just head out. I, I mean, so. yeah. what's the worst that happens? You stumble into Agtropia, get to see some pigs being born. Yeah, That's you pretty end up fun. in that bar mm-hmm. with the karaoke. I mean, you know, <laughs> just warbling Shania Twain out to the entire midway. Yeah, it's great fun. I mean, that's how I start my fair. <laughs> uh, for me, it isn't a state fair until I've eaten the weirdest thing I can find. Uh, rattlesnake corn dog, fried soda, uh, tater tots full of ghost chilies. Yum. Uh, I have tried them all, and I cannot wait to try something else outrageous this year. Forget YOLO. My motto is Tsfokoy. The state fair only comes once a year. That's a good motto what's and the, a super what's the easy best acronym. Weird thing that you've ever eaten. Oh, best weird thing. You know what? It was actually uh, it was called the Wonder Boy, and it was a corn dog that was um, coated in crushed up Captain Crunch. Oh, it was that amazing. Really good. Uh, from a place down in Norman called uh, Diamond Dogs that used to be out at the fair. I remember one time, Greg, you and I went and we tried chocolate-covered bacon, and I remember it being just super disappointing. Yeah, um, you know, you really... Bacon has to be kind of par-cooked. I mean, if you're going to chocolate cover, it needs to be fully cooked. Uh, You don't want, like, chewy bacon if you're covering it in chocolate. Uh, But, you know, there's, uh, there's always this one group out there called the Bacon Habit, and they have... Every year they've got some new random thing that's wrapped in bacon. It's and they do a good job. They know how to cook bacon. Didn't they have some top forty hits back in the day. That's right. It sounds like a band name. Uh, I like that. All right, we had uh, our, our readers uh, uh, chimed in. Karen. Uh, Ladsau, Ladisau, sorry, said uh, the cinnamon roll, which everybody, mm, you, there's so always good. a line, yeah, always a so line good. for the cinnamon rolls. Yeah. Uh, Julie Avery said Dan's Indian tacos, which, like, I can't get, I, I love an Indian taco. State I love a hot taco. Take, that's not my favorite Indian taco. Oh, okay. Yeah, like, I, I find it somewhat disappointing. Dan's? Yeah. You, you sorry, go for somebody Dan's. else. Uh, you know. Yeah, there's not enough. Like, it's, because they're so mass produced, like, there's kind yeah. of not enough of anything in it. Yeah. But, sorry, don't come for me. <laughs> don't cancel me. Did I ever tell you uh, there was this place that was doing an, a 
hybrid Indian taco chicken fried steak. This wasn't at the fair. This was just like it was an Indian taco, and then they like decked it all up with the stuff that you would put on a on a. Or it was a chicken fried steak decked up like an Indian taco. Huh. It was amazing. Huh. I'm gonna take your word on that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but did it have gravy on it? No. Okay, well, that seems weird to that, me. Yeah. But well, I know, yeah, I didn't yeah. eat it. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, Renee Mayberry said funnel cake and the pork chop sandwich. Um, the pork chop sandwich is legit. That thing yeah. is good. T- yeah. Tony Holt was also. He said the Oklahoma Port Council's pork chop sandwich. You cannot. Can't go wrong. Delicious. Unless um, you don't eat pork. Yeah. You don't and if the pork. Oklahoma Pork Council wants to sponsor this podcast. <laughs> they know how to reach me. Uh, uh, lots of votes for uh, funnel cake as well. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, you know, I'm, so good. I'm, I'm with you, though. Fried cheese. And uh, this year, uh, they've got pickle pizza. Dying um, to try it. Yeah. Honestly, dying to try it. Um, you know what else is really good that I just remembered that is one of those things that you look up and you're like, ooh, yuck, is the roast beef sundae. Oh, no. That thing's so good. It's so good. Like, you yeah. wouldn't think so. But it's basically like a shepherd's pie without the crust. Yeah. It's delicious. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would rather have that than like a, a pizza in a cup, which is a thing. <laughs> Not pizza on a stick? No. There's pizza in a cup as well. It's just, oh. it's, I don't, I don't Does get it. Does it look like an ice cream cone kind of? Or? No, I don't think so. Oh, I think okay. it's literally like, it's like a plastic cup and then they. What's the cup for? Holding the pizza stuff. I don't so look. They man. just roll up a slice I, of pizza. No, I don't think there's crust. I think that's. I think it's just like toppings and cheese questions. and. Oh, it's for those oh. keto people. Maybe that's it. Oh, they can get down with the okay, crustless see, pizza. The state fair yeah. is keto. I feel like if you're going to the state fair and you're planning to eat, like it's not time to be thinking about your diet, right? Literally, like, no part. I don't I feel like yeah. sacrifices must be made. <laughs> Speaking of all of the great food of the fair, let's talk to Holly Kenyon with the Oklahoma State Fair, and she can tell us about some pretty crazy stuff that's coming this year. And now it is our great pleasure to welcome in Holly Kenyon, who is the integrated media manager for the Oklahoma State Fair. Uh, And coincidentally, we're going to talk about the Oklahoma State Fair. Uh, Holly, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. I should say welcome back. Yeah. Uh, You're you're one of our few two-timers, so... (laughs) That's, it's an honor. Yeah, I, you know? I'm sure uh, the the jacket, the leather jackets are being sent out right now. Um, <laughs> so uh, the 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 Oklahoma State Fair is one of our favorite, biggest kind of statewide events, and and we really do draw people uh, all across the state to Oklahoma City during that time, right? Absolutely. They come for not only the rides and the foods, but, you know, as you know, the history of state fairs to exhibit um, livestock, equine and creative arts. So kids come from all across the state to show their cows and their pigs. And, um, you know, a lot of people enter in the cake baking contest or salsa or canning. And, you know, we really have people from all over the state come to Oklahoma city for these 11 days. Yeah. I, uh, I will recommend something to our listeners. This is something a friend of mine, Andy Ryan did a few years ago. He went and looked at the, uh, crafting fair and found the events that only one or two people were entering and decided to try it himself. So if you would like <laughs> to maybe hop in on getting a blue ribbon at the state yeah. fair. Uh, go check it out. There's lots of stuff. There's there's tons of ways for people to get involved, and it's not all. You don't have to be in 4-H uh, or or FFA or anything like that. You can, um, you know, this is really a, a great opportunity to to take part in some fun stuff in the state. Absolutely. Well, um, 
we are working on our food issue upcoming and uh, and frankly let's be honest the Oklahoma's the Oklahoma today staff is just obsessed with food all the time <laughs> anybody who's listened to this podcast has heard us wax uh philosophic on uh on free queso and other such things so uh I would love to talk to you some more about fair food um but but one thing that, that we talked about just a little bit before we started recording is um, is that the fair really does take a ton of measures to ensure uh, guest safety as far as uh, food uh, food preparation goes. Would you talk a little bit about that? Absolutely. So we want to make sure that fairgoers are safe from the moment they enter. Um you know, pertaining to their physical safety. We have tons of Oklahoma City police officers here on the grounds. Um but also, and, you know, ride inspections happen every day. We're one of the only fairs that inspects rides every single day um, to make the, make sure they're safe. But we also have the Oklahoma Health Department here on the grounds. They have a staff here um, and making sure that the vendors are adhering to all their protocol so that what you're eating is safe. And, you know, we also have a food handler class right before the fair to make sure all staff knows what they're doing and they're doing yeah. it safely because we want to make sure that nobody's out here getting sick. And this is, you know, there's a unique variety of food and people are eating a lot. So we just want to make sure that it's a good experience. Absolutely. Well, and, you know, I, I was taking a look at um, you guys have put out a little uh, press release with uh, some info on upcoming new foods at the state fair. Um, I am already salivating at the idea of the alligator corn dog. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> and the Pioneer Wagon, this is kind of what they do, because uh, they've also got like elk and mm -hmm. uh, what else? Rattlesnake? I think you tried that last year, the rattlesnake yes. corn dog. Yes. So they're always pushing the envelope with these exotic meats um, that they season and they turn into sausage and then deep fry it. And then they've got their special venom sauce. That's that oh. lime green sauce yes. um, that seems to work on everything that they make. Um, but yeah, they're definitely one of the vendors that is pushing the envelope as far as like non-traditional fair food items um and they do it well that that uh rattlesnake corn dog was a hit last year it so it really was i think the alligator will do well too you know there's just something really fun about about coming back from the fair and having tried something completely out of the norm something that everybody's like wait you, when did you eat rattlesnake and you're like at the oklahoma state fair Absolutely. Yeah. No, I said I could say that last year, like I've tried rattlesnake and it's not something, you know, that you're going to find at a restaurant that you can visit any time. And I think that's kind of what they've capitalized on is, you know, these fairs only happen once a year. So people are going to branch out and, you know, try something more exciting that you can't get every day. Yeah. You know, what's really funny, though, is I have actually noticed like I I think that the impact of the state fair is is so deeply felt in Oklahoma that I have noticed a bunch of restaurants that actually are working state fair type foods yes, onto their yeah. menus. I can't tell you how many times I've seen like in recent years, soft pretzels, which used to be like my like go-to thing at the state mm -hmm. fair and always go and grab a soft pretzel. And now they're, they're coming to all these different restaurants. I think that uh, uh, one of my other favorites, uh, cafe 501, does a like a state fair um uh kind of menu uh where it's it's kind of elevated state mm -hmm. fair food so corn dogs and i i just i i i love that that has become 
like the people are taking notice really the state fair um and historically like the world's fair and things like that were were innovators pushing um not just new inventions and and gadgets but also foods i mean that's where if you look back at like where funnel cakes came from and where uh where the hamburger was popularized yeah exactly it's really wild yeah people i love that um you know it kind of takes over the city in september that you can find the essence of the state fair all over the place well and i uh, you know i've talked to plenty of restaurateurs who who say that they literally september is part of their calculations for the year it's like we're Mm going to see fewer people um just because the fair is such an enormous draw uh, but at the same time the, the places that are nearby the fairgrounds will often see a bump because you've got people who have come there and then they've left and then maybe they didn't want to get in line for one last bite and now they're staying in the city for a night and and so they're going to hit you know a, a dinner place and a breakfast place and maybe a lunch place before they head home right the economic impact of the fair itself as the event is huge uh, for Oklahoma City as well. You know, like you said, in restaurants and hotels, um, you know, I, I don't know that a lot of Oklahoma City is aware that we are one of the bigger state fairs in the country. Like we're definitely in the top, you know, in our trade organization, it's divided into five divisions and we're in division four in terms of attendance. So mm-hmm. we are one of the biggest state fairs in the country. Um, and that economic impact is really helpful to Oklahoma City in terms of tax dollars um, that go back into the city. So we love that we can draw the attendance that we do because it is beneficial for the city. It's, you know, it's impactful. And and it's, it's such a great way to show off to uh, you know, you guys have done a really great job in doing renovations on state fair park. Uh, it, it looks better than ever, frankly. Um, you know, every year I come back and there's something that has been redone, renovated, uh, worked on, and it, it always, it feels fresh and new. It never feels um, outdated or old. I mean, there are some ways that it feels classic, I guess, Mm -hmm. but, but it always feels, um, well-maintained. Thank you. So a huge part of that would be the Bennett event center that was finished around 2017, I believe. Um, and that really had a huge impact in terms of the size of events that we can attract in the year round side of the event uh, business. So that really kicked us up to the next level. Um, and that also, you know, caused a huge economic impact in Oklahoma city. And now that we are in the process of taking bids for maps Four for the new arena, since our arena, you know, is, um, it has reached a certain age and it needs <laughs> to be replaced. So that's very dignified. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> it's been around for over 50 years, so it needs a facelift. Um, and you know, we want to keep these big events here in Oklahoma city. We don't want to lose, um, you know, the pleasure of having those events. So right around the fair is whenever we're going to evaluate the bids that come in and then they're going to start construction right, uh, you know, right after the fair. So we want to make sure that we can, that we can keep these attractions in Oklahoma city. Yeah. Well, um, I got to say, looking over this list, another one from the pioneer wagon uh, in, in case for whatever reason, uh, if corn dogs are not your bag, they, they have snake bite nachos this year Mm -hmm. as, as well. Um, the 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 uh, the really I, I love a latte love. Uh, it's one of my favorite little food trucks uh, that I see out and about, and they have this frozen brown sugar sweet tea. And I am just imagining my kids 
on like an eight hour sugar and caffeine <laughs> high. <laughs> it sounds like the perfect thing, the perfect boost and cool down that you yes. would need to get through a day at the fair. <laughs> It'll be, that'll be good. I mean, add me. a shot of espresso or something to, you know, help. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's exactly. Yeah. That's what I need. At that point, my kids will be driving us home. Um, just one working the pedals and the other on the wheel. <laughs> Uh, you know, the, um, catfish and shrimp, uh, this year, coconut shrimp. Um, I, I actually mm-hmm. really love the folks at the bacon habit. I feel oh, like yeah. they have kind of cracked the code. I, I, bacon's super popular. So many people love bacon. It, it's almost become sort of like a, a comical thing, like, you right. know, bacon wrap bacon, um, uh, dipped in more bacon, but mm-hmm. <laughs> the, uh, but they have, Everything I've had from the from the bacon habit, I feel like they they understand how to par cook. Um, they really know their product well enough so that what you're getting is always it, it, you're never going to get like gummy, rubbery bacon. Right. Like the right. absolute worst. Right. Um, it's just uh, there's so much stuff on there. Uh, and then I was wondering about Bokey the Sirloin Hut. It's, <laughs> Do you have a yeah, info on that? I'm wondering, too. I really don't. <laughs> Um, but, but, you know, it sounds the hot Cheetos loaded fries sounds good. I think they have a variety of, um, savory foods, but they also have gelato, I think, cause I think that's part of their thing. They have a bulky gelato. So, you know, it's, it's a good variety. Yeah. Do you have to, let me, uh, Holly, do you have to work out before or after the fair? In order I'm not to... concerned about that. I'm really not. That's not a priority for me. <laughs> I walk enough during the fair. That's true. That, you know, it's it doesn't count. So none of this, none of this matters. <laughs> if anything, you're keeping an equilibrium. Exactly. Uh, yes. That's the other great thing about the fair. It really is. It's huge. If you yeah. want to go and just do one specific thing, you absolutely can. But there's so much to do, and and it is. There are definitely ways to get around, but like, it's great to just walk. It's great to people watch. It's great yeah. to, to, I love to take my kids down and, and, you know, uh, pass some games and some rides that I absolutely will not go on with them. Um, <laughs> I like to, I like to let them see a clown that insults people, uh, just to, just to continue what I'm trying to build up as an anti-clown bias in my kids. Uh, <laughs> good. That's good. <laughs> it's, it's for the next generation. Um, <laughs> But yeah, it's 435 acres, our grounds here. So, you know, there's plenty of room to walk off that corn dog and that funnel cake. And, and there's tons of free shows as well. Things that I, I, that I wasn't even aware of before working here. Um, you, once you get in and you know, you pay your admission, there's tons of free exhibits and shows. Um, I definitely recommend picking up a schedule from the information booths. Um, one side is a map. The other side is that day's schedule. And there's, you know, over a hundred events on each day. So you can kind of plan your whole day, um, you know, and visit the free shows and all the vendor booths, um, you know, throughout that. But, you know, there's the Oklahoma frontier experience, which is kind of like wild West cowboy. And then we'll have, uh, like puppies of Penzance, which is like a puppy <laughs> pirate themed show, which is really good. Um, and there's just tons of stuff, you know, I love the pig races. I love the, the oh, yeah. pig races. Um, yes. There's so much of it. There's, there's, there's really a ton of comedy. Um, there's like, it, it's, 
it's just such a fun experience. Like every single time I go, I, I find myself just like kind of being pulled in every direction. Like I can't mm-hmm. figure out why, you know, I definitely want to go to Agtropia. Uh, I love that every year. I love going yes. and seeing the little chickens uh, hatching out of the eggs. I think that's the coolest thing. Uh, getting to see a bunch of uh, different kinds of rabbits. Um, have you, did you ever um, have the privilege of watching a live pig birth? No. Because that happens every year. They specifically plan at least three or four um, sows who are due to give birth during the fair. And they also have a couple of goats and um, some sheep. Um, but the pigs are really the big attraction because they'll have like 15 or 18 babies. Oh um, and it happens a lot of times during the day when the building is open and people can watch. So definitely uh keep your eye out for that i absolutely (laughs) there should be something on the loudspeaker it's like ladies and gentlemen if you'd like to experience the miracle of birth (laughs) absolutely yes go to the oklahoma (laughs) expo hall right now (laughs) right now hey um for people who are uh, as psyched as i am about the fair uh, what are some things they can do now? Um, uh, you guys sell, there are, there are ride, uh, bracelets that are available beforehand. There are discounted tickets. Um, what, what, what else can people do to, to kind of prep themselves? So I definitely recommend taking advantage of the advanced deals. You will have huge savings. Um, so tickets are almost 50% discounted if you buy them now versus when you're at the gate. If you want to go to Disney on ice or extreme bowls um, and you buy that ticket before opening day, it includes outside gate admission. Um, Carnival armbands are reduced as well as season passes. So if you come more than twice, you need to get a season pass because it's cheaper than visiting, you know, paying outside gate admission twice. Um, But yeah, and definitely take a look at the schedule. So you can plan your day accordingly and make the most of your visit to see those free shows and, um, visit all the exhibits as well as, you know, peruse the vendors and shop. Um, but definitely, yeah, just visit our website, okstatefair.com and have a look around. Absolutely. And, and, uh, folks, I will report back to you. I am lucky once again, to be able to take part in the great taste of affair, uh, where, um, uh, my, all my fat kid dreams come true and I get to eat just a ton of different fair foods. Yeah. The lineup looks good this year. It's, I don't believe there are any items that you have tried in the past year, so it should be all new and it should be a good competition. So can't wait. Can't wait. Holly, thank you so much for coming on again. We love having you. And uh, if we can just make this a standing date, uh, let's talk fair food again next year. This is just, of course. Yeah, All I right. love talking about the fair. All right, folks, the Oklahoma State Fair is coming up. Visit okstatefair.com. Get your tickets now. Uh, save yourself some money. I mean, you know you're going to go. Let's not pretend. Let's not act like it's not going to happen, okay? I mean, just just put the money down now. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Holly. We'll talk to you again. Thank you. I was so sad I didn't get to be on that interview. I was having Zoom issues. Yes. And I didn't get to log on. It made me sad, but that's okay. Uh, it it sounds like it's going to be a lot of fun. And again, listeners, you can head to the state fairs website right now and get advanced tickets. They're so much cheaper, like half price yep. at least. Uh, and if you're going to ride any rides, get one of those wristbands. Um, you have to pay like a dollar to activate it when you're there, but it's, again, it's a huge deal. And then your kids can just ride as many times on the vomit comet as they want to. Do you guys ride rides at the fair? 
No. Nope. I watch my kids do it. I, when I was 16, I rode a ride at the fair and I promised Jesus that if he would let me off it alive, that I would never do it again. And I've kept that promise. I feel like as an adult. I haven't kept all of my promises to Jesus, but that is one that I have kept. I feel like as an adult, you can ride rides or you can eat food, but you cannot do both in one visit. So you could go back and do the rides one day and the food another day, but yeah, not at the same time. Not on the same visit. Or at least if you're going to do both on the same visit, you need to do rides first. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Do yeah. they still have that clown in the dunk tank who yells insults at people? You know, I don't know. I don't know. I miss that guy. Um, I used to call him high and dry because that's what he would always say. High and dry. <laughs> high and dry. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. He was so good. You him. know, I learned a lot from that guy about yeah. picking on people. About how to my, read people my, for filth. My bullying tactics really, <laughs> really went up. See, the State Fair has something for everyone to learn. <laughs> well, now it is time for us to plumb the depths of TravelOK.com's calendars for our weekly pod events and first First up this week is Carly. Oh. 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 We're, we're, we're down two people today. We're having... Uh, just to warn everyone, I might sound a little bit weird. I have a uh, minor tongue injury, and so don't make fun of me, please. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, so this summer has been really brutal. Locally, it's been real hot. In fact, Oklahoma City saw a record 110 degrees, and internationally, well, you know. Uh, so we all deserve a little treat, and what better way to show yourself some love than by sitting in an air-conditioned theater watching beautiful people do cool stuff with their incredibly agile bodies. September 16th to 25th, Creations in Studio K features the Tulsa Ballet's first and second companies performing pieces by world-renowned choreographers, including Australian Craig Davidson, whose works have been described as a breath of fresh air and explosive. I'm pretty sure that was exactly how critics described Die Hard, so even if you're normally one of those ballet is boring people, give this one a chance. (laughs) Worst case scenario, you get a relaxing evening out of the house. Best case scenario, you learn a little more about the connection between heart, soul, and mind that ballet can help unlock. Tickets are $45 to $65, so go to TulsaBallet.org for more info. Sounds cool. Yeah, Yeah, I think so. Good times. All right, Nate, what's your event this week? All right, well, when discussing odd characters who wear a white eye patch, the hierarchy is very, very simple. At the bottom is Calvin Fishoder, the weird and semi-villainous landlord from Bob's Burgers. Mm -hmm. And at the top of this two-person pyramid (laughs) is Wiley Post, the famous Cherokee aviator who was the first pilot to fly solo around the world and who died in Alaska in 1935 in the same plane crash that killed Will Rogers. Today, Oklahoma City honors these two men by, let me check my notes here, naming its two main airports after them. (laughs) Fantastic. Well, we're all out of airports that need naming, so if, like me, you want to honor Wiley Post for all his incredible achievements, come to Maysville on Saturday, September 17th for the Wiley Post Festival. This day of family fun will feature a scavenger hunt, a ping pong ball drop, and a one mile fun run. Kids will have plenty to do with games like a water balloon fight and wet sponge relay, and adults will love to browse the arts and crafts booths. If Wiley's example has you feeling brave, you can even climb on top of a mechanical bull and see if you can last eight seconds. I'm just spoiler alert. I can't and probably oh, neither I could, can you. I bet. Uh, Carly, you absolutely could. <laughs> uh, and for those who like to travel with their four-legged companions, there will also be a dog show featuring awards for categories like waggiest tail, fluffiest, barkiest, and looks most like their owner, which I honestly hope I don't win. Uh, anyway, the fun all happens on William Street in Maysville this Saturday. For more information, call 405-867-4748 or visit facebook.com slash Wiley Post Festival. That sounds like a great time. It really does. I 
I absolutely think you've met my dog, Barkiest. She's oh, got yeah. it in the bag, yeah, right? She's, yeah. she's got to be. absolutely yeah. got it in the bag. If I wasn't, I'm actually going to be out of town during that. But I would totally take her and completely win the trophy for Barkiest dog. She also has a very waggy tail. Yeah, and mm. she looks like me, I know. <laughs> I just I I feel a little bad that none of the dogs get to ride the mechanical bull. Who says? There's no rules against that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that wasn't any of the research I did. But if you hey, if you take your dog on the mechanical bull, send us a, a photo of Absolutely. it, please. I'm gonna send, need a send whole that to video. OKTPod yeah, at TravelOK.com. Whole video. <laughs> All right. Well, folks, do you enjoy noodles? Yes. Yes. Handmade crafts. Yes. yes. Men with full beards. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> then you should come to Shoto for the annual Black Buggy Day celebration and learn more about Oklahoma's Amish culture. <laughs> you thought you could only find them in Pennsylvania English? Think ye again. <laughs> Enjoy authentic foods like hot chicken and noodles, freshly baked breads and pies, as well as the standard carnival fare. There are tons of arts and crafts for sale, as well as antiques, jewelry, and quilts, plus live music of the bluegrass and western swing varieties. Kids can take part in many buggy races before watching the Amish men compete in the horse and around event where they show off their equine communication skills. Call 918-637-5846 or email blackbuggyday at yahoo.com for more information. They have a Yahoo email. That's very Amish (laughs) to have a Yahoo email address. I love that. I, I would think from the that 17th the most, century. The most, the most <laughs> Amish email address would just be a postal code. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, if you're going to be Amish and have an email address, it's got to be either like AOL or Yahoo, right? Hotmail. That's right. Yeah. Hotmail. Yes. Prodigy.com. Yeah. <laughs> Juno.com. That joke was for the true Gen Xers. Yes. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Uh, <laughs> uh, I made Greg laugh. And the sound of Nate's dog barking constantly. Constantly means that this episode of the Oklahoma Today podcast is coming to a close. Join us again next week, or if you can't get enough, head to oklahomatoday.com and pick up our latest issue on newsstands right now. Look for the gorgeous cover by J.P. Brammer of, uh, of those bison, um, which is blowing up on social media today. I he, know. he posted he about posted it, it, and everybody's going crazy. Uh, you can send any feedback to OKTBot at TravelOK.com so we can answer your questions, and we will talk to you again next week. The Oklahoma Today podcast is a production of Oklahoma Today magazine and the Oklahoma Tour and Recreation Department. Your hosts are Oklahoma Today editors Nathan Gunner, Greg Elwell, Carly Ibarra, Megan Rossman, and Ben Lucian. Theme song editing and production held by Oklahoma Today's production manager, Bridget Sloan. For more information, visit oklahomatoday.com. Goodbye. Man, I miss Ben and Megan. That went by so fast. Without them. Yeah. Oh, feel better, y'all.